Diving right into it, last time we saw the Pact Worlds in celebration of a new year. Catching up briefly with how Occam and Brasha have settled back into their routines post-Triaxia Nights, we got to meet Tally and Lemon, two part-time starfinders with a lot of heart and apparently not a lot of skill points. While sharing a midday meal together, they respond to a posting on the employment computer application called Toil and are now headed to a set of coordinates to a spaceport on the docking arms of Absalom Station to see just what this Starfinder Venture Lieutenant Brockham real name has in store for them. But first, let's see what Occam has been up to. Uh, I, I've been <laughs> hiding from Avatar Core. <laughs> as, as badly as that role went, I imagine they found him. Uh, it's nice. It is nice that you had that insight because I had that insight as well. So, what is Occam doing uh, to hide himself from potential Abadar Core uh, Justicars? Um. Well, for for one, he uh, he he probably um, tried to if, if he had anyone on his tail, um, ship wise, he probably have tried to um scramble their uh their sensors mm-hmm. but beyond that um if if it wasn't like on his ass in the ship like if they were just looking for him in the station he's probably in the uh oh shit what's it called the underside right uh the spike i thought it had some other name it's like the slums yeah uh the down low there's the spike there's uh yeah, there's a whole host of names. Basically, you're in the poor part of the station, uh, evading justice. <laughs> Quote, air quotes, justice. Yes. Uh, the law is you don't pirate music. You circumvented that. The law that. is not justice. It is the law. Fair. So you spend a few hours... Uh, ducking in hallways you you're pretty confident there's no one following you you seem to have gotten away with it or they are just too busy dealing with everything else going on that they'll try to get that pirate when they can another time so you have the run of the place yeah then yeah he's he he's got uh he he has a uh, a brasha to go slap so mm-hmm. um he, he's gonna go back to his ship and and head to uh kearney's because that's where he's at right you could call him you have his frequency so yeah i'll call him okay so um brasha you have on your uh either ship or personal comm device uh incoming call from akim razor excellent Ignore. <laughs> <laughs> no, he would answer from uh, Occam. And he goes, Hello! 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 Sorry. New vocal modulator. Still getting used to it. What's up, Akim? You just, you just threw up a hairball, didn't you? <clears throat> no. I don't believe you. Where are you? Mm, docking basics. Where are you? I hang up. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. 
<laughs> I'm going to docking bay six. Okay, yeah. yeah. Brasha like looks at his phone and blinks a couple times and is just like, that doesn't bode well. <laughs> uh, so, Akim, you're zipping along and we can describe your ship when we get the whole party together. But you zip yeah. among the traffic at Absalom Station and you're able to find docking bay six. And Brasha, does Akim see the bizarre encounter in docking bay six when he uh, approaches? Um, kind of. So, the bizarre encounter has a something or other on it that I always forget the name of. Uh, that can basically like change what the outside of it looks like. The holographic mantle. That's what I said. So the bizarre encounter has a holographic mantle on it that can change what the outside of the ship looks like. Mm-hmm. Um. So it kind of just looks like a standard, um like freighter ship right now admittedly a small one uh compared to most freighters but um yeah it it would be disguised as like a standard freighter but it would still have a bizarre encounter um like written on the front and or not the front written on the side in big loopy letters and then it still has (laughs) like the uh the fake eye markings above the uh above the viewports the nice. window the Jesus Christ my brain is off <sighs> the front window windshield that the viewport you had it right <laughs> Viewpo- yeah okay I don't know I said viewport and then I was just thinking of portholes for some reason oh yeah uh over the viewport so it's not exactly disguised but <laughs> it does look different <clears throat> all right well if if I was not familiar with the holographic thing, then I'd probably try to scan through. Uh, uh, but if I uh, if I see the thing, like then it's like oh. <laughs> yeah, he says it's right on there, so uh, yeah, you're able to find it. There's not a whole lot of ships here, uh, but you do see this. Okay, uh, is there like a like a wide enough space for me to land or? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's a big open uh, uh, docking bay, so yeah, you can pull right up next to them. Okay. And I'll keep my um, my ship on like the other side of his from the center of the station. Oh, so you're gonna cross this docking bay? No, like uh, my ship's little and his ship's big, and I don't want scanners from closer to the station to see my ship. Oh, <laughs> I see. Okay. Yeah, able to do that just fine. You've been doing this a, uh, a little bit, so you kind of have an idea of uh, uh, loopholes and blind spots. So yeah, you're able to land just fine, and you're you're confident that uh, unless someone is out looking for you, they're not going to be able to find you. And um, if if I may make a request, though. oh sure, can, can I can I come in after uh, they get there? Yeah, I was going to have them... Yeah, sure, that's fine. So, um... It better be good. Uh, so... Uh, I just think it would I don't know. Sh- should we be nervous? I mean... Are we about to get ambushed? <laughs> well, I don't know. know that. <laughs> I mean, unless you... Well, I could cast Arch- uh, Archery already. 
Oh, nice. Nah. So, uh, so Occam has touched <laughs> down in docking bay six. Brasha, what are you doing uh, as you're waiting for your uh, applicants to your job? Um, I think right now he's getting, he's like overseeing the loading of all of the freight that he's supposed to take for okay, uh, Zephelder. Yeah, that won't happen yet. Okay, Don. I thought this wasn't scripted. Hmm, interesting. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> no, the job said you were to meet up and go somewhere to get the equipment. <laughs> oh, I thought we were just picking it up from the station. A station. Oh, not absolutely. Okay. No. Oh, that's right. You said it was Idari Station we're picking it up from? Skydock, Oververses. You you accepted the job here on Absalom. You were to get a crew and meet on uh, Skydock. Okay. I guess I can write this down in my notes. <laughs> Your notes. Um, yeah, so if you want to, you can still be prepping stuff. You can have other cargo in your bay. That's fine. I just wanted to set the scene before uh, 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 Lemon and Tally. Um, yeah, he would probably be uh, making sure his uh, bay is cleared out enough, you know, making sure he's fueled up. Just kind of going over the, like, pre-flight checklist. Okay, sure. Yeah, yeah, you're doing that. You have a little push broom out. And um, walking up uh, the, the cargo ramp, you see... Uh, an Azamar and uh, a Tiefling. So uh, we did. I didn't do a good job last episode of letting you guys describe what you look like. So uh, Lemon, you first. Very well. <clears throat> um, Lemon is a Asimar. Uh He is roughly about five ten or so. At first glance, it's actually a little hard to tell if he's a male or female. Uh, he looks very androgynous. Uh, he has um, longish hair that is like bright yellow, kind of actually glowing a little bit. Uh, kind of that Witcher haircut style with like the long hair and then slightly braided around the back. Nice. He has uh, light blue tinted skin uh, with basically just white eyes. Um, he, um, he wears uh, the equivalency of station wear but it has a priestly look to it and a Ray look. Uh, it's actually quite flowy uh, mm. robes of white with red and gold trim around the edges, but it's also, uh, he's got it kind of tucked for serviceable aspects and he has more, uh, you can tell he has like, you know, a shirt, you know, gloves on, uh, reasonable shoes uh, for normal station wear conditions. Uh, he does have uh, a cane uh, which I don't know uh, apparently it's popular so you probably realize it's it might be a sword cane type it has a stylized uh, sarin ray symbol uh, on the hilts or the top as it were uh, and it's also a slightly like bigger cane like a little thicker mm -hmm. uh, at his hip he also has a uh, looks like a corona uh, laser pistol with a gold trim and white, uh, like white uh, casing and gold trim to it, uh, clearly speaks of Serenray. He does have like uh, a decently sized Serenray symbol necklace around his neck that hangs down in his present. Um, 
So that is what Lemon looks like. Okay. And Tally. All right. So Tally is a rather tall and large tiefling, uh, muscular and such, being a soldier. Uh, she is purple-skinned with, like, uh, darker purple horns and magenta hair. Um, and piercings, and she's, let's see, and loves bright colors and such. Uh, she has a really cool, oh, I, it's called a fang blade, but I also call it a chain sword. <laughs> uh, it's basically, I guess, what it is. It's a, like a chainsaw that's just, you know, got married and, and a sword had a baby. <laughs> uh, she also has a, something along the lines of like a great sword and a she's got a smaller gun um and this it she's a tiefling so hooves and a tail and uh, wings heavy armor light armor heavy armor oh yes heavy armor okay uh oh, let's see i can even give you the type of armor once i get back to that page <laughs> oh green eyes Look okay. at the green eyes. Yep. Uh, let's see. What am I? I'm wearing Golem Forge plating. Oh, nice. So, so you look every bit of a hardened soldier. Mm, yep. Yep. Okay. It's not hard to figure out what she does just mm -hmm. looking at her. All right. Yeah. The, the pair of you walk up. And uh, Eric, why don't you tell them what they see? Bing bonk. <laughs> Cat. All right. Moving on, Don. <laughs> oh, that's it. <laughs> we oh, can go look at the than, picture. I mean, you wanted more than that. <laughs> no, Believe uh, it or not, yes, I'm a real, I'm a real piece of shit. But yeah, I'm going to ask you to expand a little bit more on your character description, <laughs> if you could. I think his, I think his answer is just going to be tail. <laughs> uh, no, that's he, he doesn't have a tail actually. <laughs> Oh, 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 my, my oh, my perceptions are all off. Everything, See? everything yep. is skewed. Yep. Uh, now, but, now, like, also down. congratulations on tricking him into sharing more information. <laughs> <laughs> so now that you broke DJ, help him get back into the scene by describing what your asshole <laughs> character looks like. I shouldn't have said <laughs> asshole. I, asshole. I shouldn't have said asshole. <laughs> I can't say asshole. <laughs> <laughs> repeat it over and over again we, we know this from the previous episode okay so yeah, Brasha is a uh, very tall lanky looking cat man white fur uh, light brown specks uh, around it like a snow leopard um, and then he has these uh, like really dark almost black like fake eyes uh as like a uh fur feature kind of uh pretty much going from like uh directly over his eyes and then there's an arch connecting them over his forehead uh <clears throat> he's wearing a uh <laughs> he's wearing a gaudy like white silk captain's hat with a big red feather stuck into it um, and then he has like, uh, like a pink jumpsuit on with like, right now it's, it just looks like, uh, 
I would say it looks kind of like uh, like an oversized uh, cutoff hoodie and like basketball shorts kind of stylized. Um, and when he sees you guys uh, approaching, oh, and he has, um, I think he just has like a laser pistol and a little knife holster on him right now. Uh, from what you can see. Uh, yeah. Um, and when he'll see the two of you walking up, uh, he'll, he'll call out to you guys and be like, oh, are you the Starfinders uh, who applied for the job? So, well, we are the ones that applied for the job, but, uh, we are, we are only part-time Starfinders. We do work for them, the society now and then. Oh, but mostly well, uh, we take odd jobs and such. I will look around inspecting the ship and if there's any uh, crates about just to get an idea what's going on and take a view of the ship and this individual and then I will state. Uh, yes, greetings. Um, I am Lemon and this is my associate uh, Talia. Uh, we uh, saw the posting and decided to inquire about it and uh, figured that we might be able to assist. <laughs> I will give you a little strange like Talia. No, it's just Tally. You know, like like, you know, taking a Tally and, you know, she, she takes out her big greatsword and there's like little tiny notches like she's been tallying up her uh, <laughs> I'm gonna say kills, but probably uh, marks she's brought in. You to so you, sorry. Marks. But that sounds so formal, though. I kind of like it. Why didn't you go with Mark, then, instead of Tally? <laughs> or Notch. Notch is a cool name. But I like Tally. Is that okay? Yeah, it's your name. I'm just saying I would have chosen Notch. It is my name. <clears throat> uh, he, yes, he you would goes also like... play in a world with large boxes. You would also not be there, Sean. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, wait, are we saying the best the best way to take care of his character is literally just throw a cardboard box at him? <laughs> no, 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 no. A laser pointer. Oh. The red dot. We, the, the red dot gets him every single time. <laughs> just throw a couple hundred UPBs on the ground and they'll go nuts. Uh, <clears throat> but no, he'll, he'll uh, be like, uh, I apologize for my appearance. Allow me to get a little bit uh, freshened up. And he'll, like, flick the, the hoodie a little bit, you know, like grabbing by each of the shoulders and just kind of like fanning it out. Um, and it reconfigures into a Starfinder uniform. <laughs> I feel so underdressed. Wait, did you just go through a magical girl transformation? No, that's only when I'm switching to my uh, jobs. <laughs> this is more like a magical girl untransformation. <laughs> Uh, but you, <laughs> yeah, so it's just like a standard. Uh, <laughs> it's a standard like a uh, Starfinder uniform. Um, but he keeps the gaudy, ridiculous hat. <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh, you are of the society. Oh, yeah, that's right. We get this through society. Duh. Oh, so you are. So you are the adventure lieutenant. Uh, yes, but. There's been a little bit of a mix-up with the uh, uh, the elven 
syndicate. They seem to uh, have confused me with someone else. So um, for now, I'm trying not to use that name too much. Please, right. call me So Brad. when he says that, I'd like to sense motive his uh, intention when he said they confused <laughs> me with somebody else. Sure. That's fair. <laughs> I'm just uh, taking it at face fair. value because that's what I do. Uh, where's my dice? I will use the pink bra- star dice. So no, Russia, you said... Star dice. Oh, actually, no, I have my son. Indeed. That's great. Found it. Found it. Found it. All right. Game my on. Lord. Uh, total of... Yeah, it could have been better. Uh, 19. Mm. <laughs> yeah, I'll re-roll then. <laughs> I Man, that was a, a low roll for me too. I wow. rolled a three, so. Okay, you rolled lower than me. Oh, and I re-rolled it into a four, so it's only a seventeen. <laughs> <laughs> oh. So. Wow. I should have. Well, it wouldn't have mattered if I were just rolled my d six. Um. Give it up. So. Technically, Venture Lieutenant Brockham's real name was never involved with a heist on Elven property. However, I was, and I am also Brockham's real name. What? what I just huh? didn't have that identity yet. Wait, are you saying someone else had that identity first? Well, no, no, no. no. I, 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 I'm not saying this out loud. I'm just trying to get the gist of, you know, is this person, you know, telling spinning a yarn? Was they actually probably involved with something? Catboy <laughs> spinning a yarn, confirmed. He, he lying. He's unspinning a yarn. Um, yeah, it, it's a half-truth. There's quite a good deal of half-truth there. So there's, a, so there's a lot of lie in the filler. Okay, so, yeah. so it's a burger with a lot of lie and only a little bit of truth. <laughs> you know, it depends on how technical you want to get. Uh, he beat your score. Uh, <laughs> well, I mean, totally Major Lieutenant Rockham, real name, isn't guilty. Oh, Rasha, Rasha, is guilty. Not a lie. Rasha is guilty of it. <laughs> and then some. And then he invented the name Brock and Real Name, and that's who they have it connected to. I just kind of like... Well, I'm assuming I don't uh, know that. I just suppose, no. yeah, all this, I know all this is is just flavor. That I just know he's Everyone probably else not telling us everything. I, I take it all at face value because that's what I do. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't exactly have... W- wisdom is not my prime stat. Nope. It's all right. nope. That's why. No, you that's can all tell what, what, what you're, my you're not a wisdom-based soldier. Had. It happens. No, I know. Can you imagine that with the muscles <laughs> and the weapons that I'm not a wisdom-based fighter? Uh, so, so what? Is it, so, you have more details about this job? Yes, we're picking up some items. Russia, you stupid son of a bitch! <laughs> what? What? You all Is hear that you, God? <laughs> I guess echoing across the docking bay, uh, you hear someone calling uh, your potential employer a stupid son of a bitch. I look around. I look. Yeah. What do they see? Um, a um, a Kasatha with a, a full, like, sort of uh, face-plated helmet. Um... I easily identify as identifiable as Kasatha because of the longer head and four arms. 
Um, he looks a little weird, almost like he's kind of glitching. You know, like whenever they have some like cyberpunk esque shit, and there's like a screen glitch with the like remove the color glitch part and just the part where everything gets starts displacing a little bit, and that kind of like dances across him uh, occasionally. <clears throat> so who's this? Oh, hey, he's calling you an asshole. So I assume that you know each other. Ah, see, <laughs> you've got insight for days. This is our fourth. Come on, Nakim. Come introduce yourself. What the fuck are you doing? Getting ready for takeoff. Getting ready. I like I throw an arm around him and like kind of like turn him around from the others. It's just like, didn't that dragon tell you not to use the fucking name? Mm, no, he <laughs> said not to use it with anyone further up than him. That's true. I just put it on the website. That's not further up than him. Oh yes, on a website in an open info sphere where people are looking for you. Yes, and they found me. I will kind of, uh, I will kind of walk up right behind them. It's just, you know, if you don't want anybody else to know anymore, you should probably be a little more quiet. And not shout in this empty cargo bay. <laughs> the acoustics are beautiful in here. As a DJ, you should know this. <laughs> I sorry, like I literally had in my head more like a like a fucking uh, ratchet and clank like landing pad oh, where okay. it's like open oh well okay so <laughs> the way I cut... no, just me. Sorry. no you're fine so uh, I guess now would be a good time for Eric to clarify what does your cargo bay look like oh I'm in his cargo bay yeah, yeah. You, you guys all walked up yeah I'm not sure. worried about other people hearing us on his ship okay cool as you were I mean does he, do you have more people on this ship that we need to work with Oh, I mean, there's Tally and Lemon, who you pulled me away from. Well, it's already too late. Obviously, and he points at Lemon, who's, uh, like, just been like, you should probably shut up. <laughs> well, I'll kind of give a smile, and it's a reassuring smile. It's, it's a non-threatening smile. Very put-at-ease smile. And I'll say, I'd be very interested in hearing about this dragon you speak of. Oh, he's our employer, actually. He's another Starfinder. He asked us to deliver some hydroponics. I want to uh, sense motive on that. Hydroponics. Why do um, we... <clears throat> I, I feel like I'm going to be rolling a lot of sense motives in this game. Yeah, keep your <laughs> dice handy. <laughs> feel free, I feel, I feel like I'm not very good at this. Hydroponics? I should almost... Yeah, I should... Like, should I just roll life science at this point? Like plants? Uh, uh, Lemon, you give me a culture check. Actually, both of you, uh, Tally and oh, Lemon. Even better. Do I even have that? I oh, do oh, have oh, culture. Oh. Wait, I have culture. Oh. Holy mackerel. You have is culture. A... Tell me what your culture is, Tally. Oh, it's actually good. Uh, okay. That is a 23. 23? That's awesome. I'll, I'll beat that with a 28. What? <laughs> you jerk. So, Brasha, you <laughs> are portraying a Starfinder Venture Lieutenant name, Rock and Real name. Mm -hmm. Tally and Lemon, uh, 
yeah. The uh, he said a uh, a dragon told you about it. You know of a dragon in the Starfinder Society. We know say. what their name is. Yeah, I was Zip- gonna say. I, my Zephaldrin. character may know. What yeah. was it? Zephaldrin. Zephaldrin. Do you mean Zephaldrin then, sirs? Indeed, he's a good friend of ours. Excellent. That is fantastic. <laughs> so wait. I- are we bringing a bunch of... Wait, have we been hired to guard a bunch of water plants or something? I believe they're trying to uh, terraform a new base. Or perhaps they're terraforming for... I'm not entirely certain on those details. Hmm. I mean, I guess it would be important uh, to have security to make sure that they get there safely. Especially something that important. I mean, there's not a lot of us either. It's not, uh, you know, it's not something they need an army for. Just uh, a a small crew and uh, some muscle, you know. Well, I've got the muscle and she'll flex. Yes, Tally is extremely (laughs) strong. Uh, So I got a seven on my sense motive, so... (laughs) Yeah. Um, I mean, if you wanted to, I could bluff you under the <laughs> table, but he's not lying, so. Yeah, but I think that's such a bad check that I think, according to the rules, I gain incorrect information. I think you would just believe what I'm saying, or what I want you to believe, right? Don, does uh, does failing by five or more on sense motive in Starfinder do the same thing it does in Pathfinder? Uh, DJ, does failing a sense motive check by five or more? <laughs> I don't think so. It can be whatever you want. It's it's fine. I'm not too particular. Let's consider it up to the GM on how uh, believable, how gullible the individual Yeah, you have history with Brasha. You know he's a, a, a lying, scheming guy. Remember, they Usually. lie. So the way I always view it, and I always take this rule from Scorpions for um, Legend of the Five Rings, Everyone knows that they're always up to mischief. Everyone knows that they're notorious liars. Everyone knows they try, train to be manipulative. But they're so good at it that people still can't realize it and tell. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, there's no, like, persuasion? Nope. Diplomacy, I guess? Diplomacy yeah. is kind of your persuasion, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I mean, it would be a 33 for diplomacy. <laughs> With that nat 20. Um... <laughs> Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. It, uh, in Pathfinder One E, it's if you if somebody's not lying, you uh, roll to get a hunch at a DC of twenty, and if you fail by uh, basically fourteen or lower, um, you think the wrong thing. I guess <laughs> if you want to play it by the fucking rules, I, it, uh, I, I, I we already said it's that. fine. Like I was just yeah 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 yeah. Like, that, oh. that's, that's what I was. Wait, did you just so. wait? Maybe you just assume that he's hitting on you then. <laughs> <laughs> you just don't know what hydroponics are. You assume it's drugs or some shit. Some <laughs> yeah. Hold on. The, the, the young what, man. Would that be under life science? What kind of yes. weaponry is a hydroponic? The, the young man that grew up on a colony ship called the Adari doesn't know what hydroponics is. Okay. <laughs> I, you know, I'm basing the fact I do have a plus one to my intelligence to actually know what a hydro what hydroponics are. Maybe not exactly what they are, but I will go with generally. Something with water. Yeah, hydro. 
Well, they said plants, so water plants. <laughs> they got to be water plants. Most plants are water. Yep. Yep, I think, I think hydroponics was what you said, Randa, hydroponic system. I said terraforming, but it's Terra fine. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, he was saying terraforming after. originally, yeah. Okay. That after, so... No, that was, in the, that was in the ad. That was in the ad. Or like the okay, job description. Maybe mm -hmm. that's... Yeah. So, um, covers a bunch of things. Yeah. All right. So, so, so this is important. Um, if, uh, if if I'm not going to be like just get the wrong idea, I'll be like, why the fuck did he hire you? Because we're his friends, Akim. That's why he gave us his rifle too, to prove how good of friends we are. You say so. Something smells funny to me. I mean. I certainly haven't been cleaning the uh, food maker machine. Yeah. I guess I'll come along, make sure you don't get into too much fucking trouble and drag other people into it. Perfect. Then the four of us are here and we should be ready to ship out within about an hour. Are you two ready to go? Uh, yes. Uh, I don't believe we introduced uh, ourselves to you and you do I. I am uh, Lemon. Uh, I am a follower of Sanry. And I am Tally. I'm a follower of this sword called <laughs> Justice. I kind of shake my head a little bit. <clears throat> we'll call Justice, you got that thing. You're I called with. it Justice. We'll see if I flip and remember that's the Fang Boy. It is called Justice. Awesome. I mean, if you're going to forget the name, you should have it etched in like I did with Delicacere. And I pull a huge fucking gun out from the middle of nowhere. Out from a little orange portal that just manifests, and he shows you like <laughs> this white plated gun with like etched in gold delicacere on the side. This is my baby. Oh, I see. I see you gave it the paint job since last time. I had some uh, spare funds to throw around. I'm not to worry about Tally. I'm not worried about Tally forgetting. I'm worried about me, the senile player, forgetting. <laughs> You're fine. Uh, Justice <laughs> is is a good enough name. I'll remember it for you. <laughs> I did note it on my. Uh, I did note it in my uh, on the <clears throat> the weapon. Okay. Uh, Akam just he just like looks at both of you and just like Akim, but he like eyes Tally, like. Like there's like a like a almost like a holographic like emoji face that's kind of like side eyes tally. Oh, so your helmet's still up and all. So you so yeah. So I'm so from within the helmet, you're side eyeing tally, and that translates to a side eye emoji on the front of your helmet. <laughs> yeah. Okay, I just want to make sure we're I'm portraying this accurately. All yeah. right, cool. I just kind of smile at him. <clears throat> Don't worry, he's always like that with new people. It's cool. And old people, and... So, <laughs> pray tell, what is the name of this ship of yours? <laughs> Did you not see it? It's plastered all over the side of the ship. It's the no, bizarre no, no. I experience. I always it's... find it polite to ask. It's the bizarre experience. It's the what? <laughs> Sorry, bizarre encounter. Wow. Jesus. I was gonna say, like, did you fucking change the yes, name? Yes, I was. I was confused because the lettering on it keeps shifting around. Encounter <laughs> experience. I wasn't sure which one it was. The bizarre experience. That is an interesting name for a ship. Well, I, you know, 
sell stuff out of it mostly. When I'm not doing important Starfinder business. <laughs> it's not a lie, Sean. <laughs> I think that only makes it worse. <laughs> I okay, so I get it. That's a very clever play on words. Bizarre and counter. <laughs> Those are no. your... That's okay, the way okay, it should so, be. Right, that's, yeah, yeah. Okay, so let's just be. let me just like GM step in. The ship is called the Bazaar Encounter. Eric and Sean are terrible assholes. God damn it! <laughs> no, it should be called exactly what he wrote there: Bazaar Encounter. It works. It so works. First ship you sell goods from. I mean, you're not wrong. Come on, it's too good. <laughs> but it's, Leave it. it's Leave just it. a random encounter that you have. And you go, my, what a bizarre encounter this happens to be. And I go, excellent, buy all these weapons. And you do, and you give me lots of money. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> hey, Twelvers, do we see? do we see the way on to the ship? You're actually already on the ship. Yeah, you're, Are we you're on in, it? Yeah, you're in the oh, cargo. We, were... we walked up the ramp. I think oh, that's what we okay. Got I thought yeah. we were like outside the ship in the no. cargo no, we are area. In the cargo area of the ship. Ah, okay, so. okay. Yep. So where should we put our things? Go to oh, the I can give you the grand tour. Come along. Come along. Oh, excellent. Uh, he'll start making his way towards the stern of the ship. All right, I follow. Um, I assume Lemon does too. Mm-hmm. Right behind you, Tally. <clears throat> yeah. Uh, so he'll be like pointing back, and he'll be like, "The engine room is at the very back. Then there is this big open space for storing goods or starships or whatever you need." Um, and it's literally—it just kind of looks like a huge fucking empty steel box. Um. But there's like weird, uh, like an engine kind of uh, hum going through the entire thing. Um, and it kind of looks like the floor that you're on would rotate somehow, like basically flip entirely upside down if you needed it to. Uh, wow. and he'll That's yes, really it... neat. Yes, you can uh, maglock all of the stuff on one side, flip it over, store more stuff. Very handy. Very clever. Oh my, that is very, very clever. I like her. Uh, <laughs> she's a good ship. What else? What else do you have to show? I'll, I'll push open the, the doorway to the main hallway and uh, lead you through. And uh, he's like, on the left side, you will have the tech workshop, any sort of tinkering that I do, any crafting that you'd like to do, do it there. Uh, <clears throat> to the right, you will have the arcane laboratory and the magical tinkering or magical crafting that you might want to do. You can do it there. Um, that's about it. <laughs> that's most of his ship. And then he'll like <laughs> lead you forward and there's like a fairly small bunk room that's like, it's probably like 10 beds um, or I guess like five bunk beds in it. Um, and there's like piles of gears on some of the beds, 
And he's like, this is, oh, oh. <clears throat> this is uh, where you can set your stuff. And he just like pushes an entire pile of junk off of one of the beds. Uh, <laughs> any bunk you want, really. Um, feel free to clean it up or don't. I normally don't sleep here anyway. Don't worry about it. Uh, across the hall, you have uh, showering, bathroom amenities, personal hygiene kits, whatever you need. You don't need to look in that. Uh, and then... <laughs> I suppose Wait, the kitchen's in there, too. It's fine. Yep. Wait, the kitchen and the bathroom are the same spot? <laughs> well, it's the same room. What? That There's a weird. divider. You don't... <laughs> There's a curtain. <laughs> it's so weird. The kitchen and the bathroom. No, the uh, common crew quarters have galley, all of it in the same component, uh, but not necessarily. Well, I mean, it's Eric's ship, but yeah, it's not the same room. It's just like okay. he doesn't bother to actually show you. He just says it's somewhere in there. <laughs> it, it will find it. It won't shouldn't be impossible. Uh, and then he'll push you through the doors at the. Or push open the doors, sorry, not push you guys through. Oh. Uh, <laughs> he'll push open the doors at the end of the hallway, and there's the big, uh, the big, uh, place that I always forget the name of for some reason, because I'm an idiot. Bridge? Uh, yes. <laughs> uh, it's the, it's the bridge with the viewport out. Um, he goes, uh, so this is the bridge. This is where the magic happens. Uh, Jesus. engineering, piloting, Gunnery. Oh, Tally, you might like this too. Come along, come uh, along. And he like sprints right. out of the room. Clip, clap, clip, clap, clip, because I got his. Clip, clap, nice. clip, clap. <laughs> I, by the way, in case anyone has not figured that, I'm she's pretty not sure she's quiet. Obsessed with hooves. She's like not quiet. Okay. Did you get a we negative can... for stealth just for having hooves? Uh, I don't think so, but okay. God, we should. The GM, you're allowed to do that. I suggest doing it. <laughs> stealth is a mighty plus two. Let's see. Do I get a? I do. Well, I get a penalty for my armor. Sure. Okay. And my stealth is a plus two too, but, but I I'm only just... have you know normal feet. But I've got a racial. Believe it or not, I've got a racial bonus, which you wouldn't think made sense with freaking hooves. Uh, but I have a racial bonus of plus two to cast because your race is naturally it. shifty. <laughs> wow. Okay. <laughs> Oof. All right. Oh, it's all that. It's all that demon or devil blood in her. <laughs> so he'll lead you to pretty much where like the uh, start of the hallway was, and then he'll throw open a hatch, uh, that's like on the floor, and he's like, "Done this. Done this." Uh, down this ladder. Come here. This is where we keep the big gun. Ooh. He raises his eyebrow. I go down. I, you know, I was going to go sit in that middle chair on the bridge, but uh, this looks fun. Well, it is super expensive to upkeep and generally a last resort, but I will trust you with it. Uh, and he'll lead you down into a little, like, uh, undersided turret that kind of folds into the bottom of the ship when it's not in use. Um, yeah. <clears throat> and stored very neatly uh, in a lead-lined box. <laughs> is, <laughs> I know what this is. Is the nuclear ammunition for his mini-nuke launcher. <laughs> yes! 
nuke guns on ships are awesome. I mean, that's the way to, and that's as that is a way to end the fight right here. And she'll I'm gently that's pass actually the like lead line box. I'm assuming that's actually like a torpedo bay. Or um, yeah, it's like a, a torpedo turret kind of thing. Okay, just checking. Pretty sure all the nukes um, are torpedoes. Yeah. Yeah, it's oh, not maybe, guided. Do you just have the one here, or is there more than one? Well, there's one loaded, and then ah. one extra. So we have two shots. Okay. Good to know. And that's the ship. Uh, normally there's yeah, normally there's more stuff in it in the cargo bays, but you know, since we're picking up all of that uh, electroponic stuff, you know, got to I cleared it out mostly. So we've got to go somewhere else to pick it up. Yes, uh, we're going to the Sky Dock over Versus is where we're picking it up. All right, excellent. All right, I will go put my stuff down. I've still got all my stuff. I will go claim a bunk, and then I'll put my stuff down, and I guess we can get... We'll, we'll be ready when you are to leave. Okay, uh, before continuing, I just want to clear... Uh, Eric, your tactical nuclear missile launcher actually has uh, five shots. No? Ooh, yay! <laughs> we're going through uh, that way too down? fast. Uh, what tactical nuke did you buy? I don't know. It was the light one. The cheapest one. <laughs> I'd like to buy some nukes. Which yeah, I would like yeah, your, whatever's cheapest. I would <laughs> like your cheapest nuke launcher, please. Bargain brand? Yeah, I'm Let's looking... Hope it shoots. Yeah, I'm looking at it. The cheapest one does... How much damage do you think it does? Uh, I don't know. I didn't write that down. Jesus Christ. Okay, the tactical nuclear <laughs> missile launcher... <laughs> does 5d <laughs> 5d8 damage it has a limited fire of five so you have five shots and uh you it needs uh 10 minutes outside of starship combat to recharge and uh re, yeah recharge the inherent ammunition oh it's built Ooh. in it's built in ammo. yeah that's what i thought it was like wait is it a torpedo or is it something box? else then it's a torpedo it's, uh is often okay. a tracking <laughs> weapon Unless you, I don't know what you were looking at, Eric. If you, if you were looking at a, no, that's that... that's what it was. Okay, yeah, okay. You, I, ju I just missed the part where it was uh, refueled itself. Yeah, uh, a limited fire weapon oh, that with this byproduct. Yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It can fire only the listed number of times in combat before it requires a brief period of time to recharge. Apparently, it comes with its own literal reactor. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's what they I keep do. in the lead box. <laughs> you just they have do. you just have plutonium chill in there. <laughs> so okay, actually, uh, it's making plutonium actually. Apparently, oh, it, yeah. it's actually no, no. What it, is, it what it is is actually got a uh, it's got an assembly cube inside there that's popping out. <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> that's where you got off to. Stay there. <laughs> Okay, so, uh, Tally, you were going to go uh, get situated. Lemon, uh, yeah. they left you on the bridge. I'm just going to wander the bridge a little bit, take okay. a gander of it, take a gander at, like, its uh, general state, 
being like how cleanly this individual is with his ship uh, see if there's any automated systems and the such uh, the general consoles and whatnot uh, and just you know get, get a sense of who this person is by his date form so as we are literally walking into his, where he lives mm-hmm. it should I would assume it would emulate his personality in a way boy does it Eric um the bridge is relatively well kept but you'll notice a few like there's like a jar of UPBs and a little like soldering gun uh off to the side by the uh captain's chair um, and the giant cat box <laughs> he pisses in a squat toilet like an adult thank you <laughs> And you better get used to it. <laughs> I'll just go and pee on Occam's ship now. Not in it. Onto it. Okay. Uh, but real quick before <laughs> no. we, we, we get to Occam's thing. Uh, so the, I posted a picture in chat. You you posted it before. It's that kind of uh, Star uh, Star Trek Enterprise. Uh, Enterprise D. No, that's B. Uh, no, C. Whatever. Yeah, Enterprise C. From TNG with the uh, the the lights and the the glowing kind of underlight is what you were talking about. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that's very akin to what the uh, bridge looks like. Um, the crew quarters look like they haven't been slept in in a long time. Um, the uh, tech workshop is very well maintained. Um and has like boxes of parts that will say like uh 2b laser pistols or 2b uh rotating pistols that kind of thing um where it's just all the components you would need to build one in a box (laughs) and then the arcane workshop has more of these things you'll note none of them are like magical items it's just more (laughs) like mechanical items that he could make, like parts for those. So it so it appears like the magical workshop hasn't really been used, it's just being used as storage. Pretty much. Alright. Uh, I'll actually kind of like um, I'll, I'll go pick a bunk, but I'll take some of my items and actually bring it to the magical workshop after, after I realize it's probably just used for most of storage. Move some of the stuff around and actually set up a, uh, a little shrine to uh, Saren Rain, uh, turn up the lights basically as high as they can go in the room, and um, you know, basically it's it's a it, for the most part for um, travel. I just have a disc that projects a holographic image of Saren Rain, and it can like cycle through like image of her avatar, image of her symbol, image of the sun, things like that, and it just you know some various little um, quote unquote artifacts or relics of my own that uh, give meaning to Saren Ray or the concepts of um, uh, mercy and redemption. And I'll just do that for a little while while they're busy checking out the gun. Okay. Uh, Occam. Oh, real quick. Uh, The the other one thing you might notice is a wall-mounted weapon rack in the bridge, kind of above the main door, uh, where there is a very beat-to-hell like cowboy repeater style rifle uh and then hung under that is a 
uh, cold iron dragonfire rifle, which is in much, much better condition. I, I have a question for, for the Brasha. Does your yeah. ship have, is your ship a view screen or a viewport? Um, I would say it's a, it's probably a viewport that can have like uh, images projected onto it or pulled up onto it. Ooh. Okay. So like cool. if you need to get the rear parking camera, <laughs> you can pull that up on the, you know, when, when, when you really need to do those, uh, um, parallel parking, parallel parking. Thank you. In the space. Backing into that parking space. I'm, really narrow, I'm, you know, garage. Trust me, I'm great at K-turns. Thunk, thunk, thunk. <laughs> yeah, that, that's mildly important for some of my abilities to know. So. Okay. So, okay. Speaking of your <laughs> abilities, uh, the rest of them went on the tour. You've been on the ship. What are you doing now? Um... I guess if the tour is done, uh, Akim's gonna go back to Skull and Tones and mm -hmm. uh, have Karina start just running uh, sensor scans once we get out of here. Okay, you're not going to park the ship inside the ship? Oh, yeah. I, I forgot I parked elsewhere. Yeah, I'll, I'll bring the ship in. Okay, so that's why I bring it to that. So... Akim departs, comes back, uh, a, a tiny racer starship parks inside this cargo bay, and uh, why don't you tell the new players what that looks like? Uh, so it's a very, uh, I mean, it's big, it, it is a ship, but um, it's a very small ship. Um, it's sleek black, kind of like a, a phone screen. Um, and when it gets inside and like it's not exposed to the outside, uh, the symbol of a Atha skull with crossbones uh, appears on the exterior screen of the ship uh, as it settles down to land uh, before the back hatch um, opens up and he'll walk back out. Is that it's, well, it's shaped like. Um, a banshee from Halo, but without the uh, the extra bits on the side, mm. and a mm. little bit fatter. Yes. And is Akim the only person that departs from the ship? Um, I think that actually depends. How good are your computers, Brasha, or your sensors? I mean, uh, I don't right, think now we're right. comparing sensor size. <laughs> <laughs> They're um... my computer is bigger than your computer. I think they're like the second level and then like moderate. Could be wrong. Yeah, I have advanced medium. Yeah, I think yours are better. Yeah, yours are definitely better. Okay, then no. I'm gonna leave her on the ship to use my sensors uh, to scan <clears throat> for interference. Okay. But, okay. So, uh, and uh, is KO on board? Uh, Kao's on board. If Kao's gonna stay on board, is up to Kao this time because I am leaving the hatch open. Okay. Uh, so yeah, if you don't direct them to your uh, your rig or your pet, I will let that happen organically. So yeah, you disembark from your ship, 
as uh, the bizarre encounter is cleared to leave. And primarily scanning for anything with uh, Abadar tags, but just keeping an eye out in general. Okay, uh, give me a, a computer check then, because you can do all this. You can you can basically control your ship with your mind in your helmet. So you go and give me a computer's check as a bizarre encounter fires up her engines. Uh, I'm going to have the part of the reason I left Karina is that she could do it. So I'm going to have her roll it because her bonus is higher than mine. Okay. Uh, by four. So <laughs> come here, D twenty. Uh, she got a 22. Okay. Uh, yeah, there is a large concentration of Abadar ships all around you. Because you're on Absalom Station. Uh, <laughs> no, I know that, but, like, tracking <laughs> movements that will be, yeah. like, following us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, basic basic troop movements are happening. She's able to... to it's very... It's not difficult to track an Abadar core uh, attaché, so... Yep, she, she's got them clocked. They're going about their business. Things are good. Um, you guys ready to head out? Absolutely. Yes. yes. Let's go. Okay. Uh, who is going to be piloting the ship? That is, so that is, uh, I do know how to pilot if people, if we need a pilot, but uh, this is your ship, Brasha. So if you have your Akim pilot instead, you're used to doing it, that is fine, but... I, I do know how to fly. Oh, yes. I was going to ask you what you are all good at. Other uh, than flying and, and hitting things. Good. And you, Lemon. I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't know if he's in the room or not. But oh, I'm, like, Lemon. I'm sure I would be when we were taking off. Yeah. Okay. But he probably does that and then, like, turns and you're right <laughs> behind him and he's like, oh, yeah, yeah, just right behind you, like like I was always there, and you just like, didn't notice somehow. I, I like that's gonna be a shtick. That's gonna be a shtick. <laughs> just always there. Uh, he kind of just uh, gives a smile, you know, uh, a, a very calming smile. It's like, I do not have many skills actually on for a starship. I'm more of a medical individual myself, although I can function in a uh, magical sensory. T uh, 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 yeah, I can't think of the word. Uh, capacity. There we go. Let's just keep you off of communications for now. <laughs> Actually, I am very good at communications in general. Yeah, he's much more... He, he's good with people. I can also assist while uh, at bolstering other people's actions, if possible. I'm very, I've been told I'm very good at... Uh, how should I say... Uh um, pepping people up. You're not so good at insulting them. We can work on that on the way. I can insult people. <laughs> Tally, you're very mean. No, you're not, actually. I, I just look at him like, what? Uh, yeah, um... Don't worry, yeah. we can work on that. She's actually quite the cuddle. Uh, she's actually quite the uh, gentle cuddle buck. I have noticed. What? Uh, you should see her when she's sleeping. She <laughs> curls up and hugs a, uh, hugs a stuffed cre uh, creature. She is gonna. She looks like she's going to murder you right now. <laughs> the look, like there's no sense. Motives needed. The look on her face. She's like, shut up, lemon. <laughs> 
and she just hey. kind of you know she's got the she's got the uh, she's got justice which it is like a chainsword so it actually turns on and she'll just vroom vroom you know a little <laughs> intimidatingly shut up uh well i've got uh, some things i'd like to work on so tally why don't you pilot us out of here Alrighty, I think I can do that. So, okay. I, would you like me to make a roll for that? Uh, not just yet. I just want to get where okay. everyone's at. Uh, Akim, you disembarked. Uh, or are you go- uh, I'm I'm be heading up to the to where they're at the bridge. Okay. okay. Cool. Well, as you go to the bridge, uh, Brasha goes elsewhere. So the three of uh, the Akim. Tally and Lemon are on the bridge. Uh, you guys are cleared for exit of Absalom Station. And the way I do it, whoever pilots gets to do the uh, the drift travel. You All know right. that uh, the, the, the job given was to meet on Sky Dock. So, uh, Tally, you'll get a ways away from uh, Absalom Station and power down all engines because you have to power down engines before entering the drift. And yep. go ahead and give me a D6. Oh, a D6. Alright, mm-hmm. alright. Uh, five. Okay. Now, Eric, you want to tell her the good news? Uh, good news is it gets divided by three. So rather than five by... days in the drift, you oh. will spend uh... Five thirds of a day. Uh, Five divided by three. One point. It's one point six seven. One and two. So uh, one day and uh, what is it? Sixteen hours. Point six. Yeah. Yep. So you queue it up. Your the the bizarre encounter shifts into the drift plane. It's uh, all pink and purple and black and scary and vast. And uh, this. No, Don. It's the drift, not the vast. I'm gonna pimp slap you one day. <laughs> okay, we'll keep. As long as we don't see the dreaded drift mallard, it's okay. Yeah, no, no drift mallard. Uh, no, you guys are good to go. So in that first day of drift travel, why don't you each tell me what you'd like to do? Russia is um, starting uh, drawing up plans uh, for uh, equipment and upgrades for his new party members. Uh, But since he can't sit still with one project at a time, especially if it's not for him, uh, he'll also um, spend the time of taking one of his UPBs and crafting it into a I think it would effectively be a textile, maybe. Uh, he's making a giant, plush, stuffed version of uh, Justice. <laughs> nice. Okay, so do you actually want to craft that? Because you can do that with... Uh, you have a tech workshop that will take you two hours. Uh, oh, yeah. Okay. So, and I'm, I'm not going to go hour by hour for this drift travel. I just want to get a sense of... Uh, how you're spending your time. So, Lemon, how about you? Uh, Lemon will first get himself familiarized with the ship a little bit more. Mm -hmm. So, as the magic officer of the ship, um, I'm 
I will st I'll spend the time to kind of attune myself to the way the ship feels uh, so that when uh, the time comes, uh, I can use my mysticism to uh, give myself those split-second moments of predicting the future, uh, giving, uh, you know, that divine uh, divination to the party members and uh, getting uh, allowing my magical sense to kind of phase into the technology to allow myself to interact with it. I'll probably spend most of the first day doing that. Okay. Uh, towards the end of the day, though, I will um, make sure that we uh, in the I'll, I'll end up start using the uh, the commissary and I'll end up cooking. Okay. Uh, I'll take what stock of um, you know food stuffs and you know whatnot they have and uh, set it in trying to make it into more homemade meals. Uh, probably being the not a professional cook, but like an amateur cook with life science uh, and basically you know make some. Uh, hot teas or cocos or beverages for everybody. Very nice. Okay. Uh, the cupboard is just stocked with UPBs. <laughs> I will set it to convert to uh, organic foods to digest. <laughs> sure. Yep. And uh, with UPBs, you can absolutely do that. Uh, Akim, how about you next? Uh, I'm wandering around the ship. I, I know rasho well enough to know that he probably has a few dozen if not hundreds of quote-unquote repairs across this ship that are really um not meant to be long term but that he's likely forgotten about okay so i'm i'm wandering around making sure those are fixed so are you going to be doing the chrono stuff yeah okay so uh i'd like, actually I'm, like i'm not going to go more than uh half my burn though so he's gonna look for the bigger ones okay so yeah um i don't say uh i, I kind of want to do it this way so uh tally you're gonna be piloting uh yeah sure bit. so yeah, on the if, bridge go ahead i was gonna say if it's needed otherwise mm -hmm. I, I know a lot of times you just stick it on autopilot and you go yeah. do whatever keep yeah. an eye on things yeah but uh because I want uh, the, the two of you to see this uh, at, at one point or another, okay. you'll be checking the console, the, making sure you're not flying into a uh, slab <laughs> of the plane of air. Um, and uh, Lemon, you're you're attuning yourself uh, mystically to the controls. Uh, Occam's going to go on and go to uh, one of the front consoles. And uh, Occam, why don't you explain what you're doing as you heal some of these uh, patch jobs Rasha has. Okay, so, like, I walk in and I'm just, like, looking around for a bit, and I notice that one of the front control panels has, like, the, um, like, the screen is, like, jacked up and there's, like, clamp paddles underneath it. And he'll, like, go over there, pop it open properly, and hold it up and just see this fucking rat's nest of a hot wire job. <laughs> and just, like, Jesus, fuck, I'm surprised this doesn't fried. And uh, he's gonna take... He, he's gonna turn back, he's like, things might get weird for a second, <laughs> and uh, he's gonna take off all the like external clamps that are running the wrong fucking way out of the thing, and then he's... You'll see, like, this refractive... Um, kind of like if there were crystals, like, dancing across in front of things, but there's nothing solid, it's just the refraction of light um uh around this and like the wires start to like undo themselves and go back around and then they like 
probably for a second they pump out and look really broken and like i don't know maybe something goes off or flashes or acts weird because you know weird connections and stuff but then they like unfry themselves and go back to the way that they're really meant to be so we've we've similarly described yeah we've described a little bit like dr strange's mirror like the yeah, mirror effect like from Doctor Strange. Um, so yeah, that's uh, that's Occam's bag, and you see this, so you can react however you like to this. Oh, I'd like to check first. Was uh, did it look like he was casting a spell, or is it just happening? It's just happening, pretty much. Um, um may a, I make a really perceptive? You might notice that his he looks a bit older after that. I don't think he's wearing his the top part of his helmet right now. So. Uh, may I roll a mysticism check to see if I understand what mystical aspect he just did? Sure. If I've heard of anything like this. Total of 32. 33. Jesus. The only way I can get close to that in a check is when I jump. If it matters, Don, I rolled a 34 for uh, engineering this plushie. <laughs> uh, yeah, wow. you, that's you, a really good plushie. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it, you don't even see the seams. It's like you reached into a... Yeah, it's, it's like you reached into a universe of only plushies and you pulled out the Excalibur of that universe. <laughs> uh, so, very good. Uh, so, uh, Akin, why don't you... Uh, can you illuminate anything mystically from that check? Because uh, you know your class, that is a conversion from Pathfinder 1E better than me. So, um, he's a rare type of kineticist, uh, known as a chronokineticist, where um, instead of messing around with like elemental energies like fire or water or electricity or anything like that, he, um, he manipulates... Uh, time energy and the flow of time and stuff uh and that's kind of like he always has that like glitchiness about his form pretty much um and like it if you catch it at the right angle you can see that it's almost like he's um just a step to the left or a step to the right through that glitchiness um and so yeah, he he's just able to manipulate time to a certain degree. That's that's cool and interesting. Now, the way I think I would look at it is just okay, I've seen a lot of weird stuff <laughs> traveling around. This is just another one of those weird things. Mm-hmm. I'm not I mean she's not stupid, but I'm not but I'm not, you know, I said it, I tend to take things at face value. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, cool. He can do something cool. Well, the, you said there were crystals or something involved, right? I'd be I, like, oh, pretty. It's like refractive light crystals, but there's no, yeah. like, solid, like, thing there. It's just sort of that. Oh, but, um, but it is pretty, which is the point. Are they purple? Yeah. No, it's Darn. like, um, sorry. Here, oh, I'll see if I can... Darn it! Yeah, yeah purple. They were purple. It's the reason why I. Yeah. It's the reason why I picked a purple tea. I mean, purple is the greatest color ever. <laughs> so you're. So it's. It's just that Tally's just not very inquisitive. Just like, okay, that's cool. Uh, yeah. Carry on. Very. Pretty cool. much. Yep. That's that's we'll that's say, how she that rolled. That is a very 
I will stay to uh, Occam. That's a very interesting form of uh, manipulation you have there. I've, uh, I know that much magic has transcendence, transcended the normal bounds, boundaries that it used to have. Uh, you possess something quite rare, indeed. Yeah, it's part of the reason I left home. They wanted me to become a, uh, I don't know, something, I guess, like a shaman because of it. Yes, not the calling of spiritual aspects are not for everybody. No. Many (laughs) gravitate towards that rather than being forced. It's very hard to do it well if you're not akin to wanting to help others. Yeah. A lot of things changed when I went on my tempering, so I just never went back. Maybe you'll become a shaman later on. Seems like you have time on your side. <laughs> nice. Yeah, do what you, do what you want. That's what I believe. Do what you want. <laughs> he like snaps one of his fingers and points at Tally, and he's like, "Yeah." You know, I, I I think you should just do things that make you happy. And if being a shaman isn't what makes you happy, then screw that. You know what makes me happy? And she will actually reach in and pull out a little flask, or maybe not a little flask, but a pocket flask, and she'll take a swig from it. A question for Don. What up? Um, Does the radio, like normal radio, work in the drift? Mm. There are signals in the drift, actually. Yes, there. I know there. Yeah, I know there are signals. And uh, so, good question, actually, because that brings up another thing. In the uh, the finale of the TK Triaxian Knights arc, uh, Brasha sent a message out, and uh, so did Addy Star. And, and the way it works is, if you send info from the drift, information messages take that same amount of time. They it's a D six, you know, within system. 3d6, 5d6, etc. So um, there are radio signals to be had. You 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 can raise. Uh, there are uh, so as you're flying around, there are occasionally uh, pings on the sensors that uh, ships are within the general vicinity. Does that uh, answer? Uh, it, it lets me know what I need to know. Um, he's gonna turn the radio on inside the inside the cockpit and he's going to turn tune it to pirate radio okay uh what does that sound like um at the moment it's probably what did you say the new um album was coming out was was it machine cake or was it Abyssin? uh uh well okay so that was months months ago in the the unit in the system setting uh, the Strawberry Machine Game oh, Star it... Sugar Heart Love came out already. Oh, I thought you said there was like some new debut thing at New Year's, and that was like yesterday, oh, right? Uh, yeah, that well, that's today. Uh, earlier today, this is still midday, uh, the first of Abadius. Um, uh, no, what I said was Strawberry Machine Cake was performing live, uh, and uh... yeah, and there was an Abyss Head cover band called Pitfall playing elsewhere in the park it was kind of one of those big music convent not conventions um 
Festivals. Festival, thank you. That's how cool I am. I can't think of the word festival. <laughs> uh, yeah, so it was just like, it's a really big park, and at one end was playing, there was just variety. Okay. Then may I have permission to speak shit into existence? Please, as long as you give me a track to use so I don't have to use my own brain. <laughs> um, a, a brand new, like, probably released on the New Year uh, album from uh, Fangs of the Lamia is playing. Okay. And, and it's not available on other radio stations. And uh, Fangs of the Lamia is sort of like a uh, a symphonic metal band. <laughs> okay. So, yeah, uh, you have this piping in through the speakers on the bridge as a uh, pilot's trying to pilot, and uh, the Serenite is trying to attune magically. And you're playing symphonic folk? No, symphonic metal. Symphonic metal, sorry. I, uh, I heard yeah. symphonic. I didn't. I couldn't remember what you said oh after Oh, my symphonic. God. Symphonic folk? Punk rock polka. <laughs> symphonic metal so when I have to do editing on this I know what to uh, area to, to search for so yeah yeah you you hear this and it's 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 hot it's new I don't know uh, Italian lemon or Bracha's musical taste but uh, metal uh, actually, metal works um, metal works for I me. just posted I just posted lemon's favorite band <laughs> on stream a techno gospel of course that's perfect. Or is oh. it Sunstream A techno gospel? I what actually, about, it's just Sunstream. What about oh. ninety eight thousand degrees? <laughs> that's that's another band. That's not his favorite what? band. That that's oh, another band. Uh, that uh, yeah that that's that's a band uh, that's based on the arc, uh, burning archipelago. Uh, ninety eight thousand degrees. Yeah. Yep. All days grace. <laughs> No, third day is great. Uh, he's piping in that music as uh, Brasha, you're tinkering. Uh, you guys spend the day together. Uh, so yeah, any conversations you want to have happen can happen. Uh, any uh, uh, companions or familiars you'd like to disclose can be if you so choose, but I'm not going to push that at all. Yeah, uh, I realized that my ship by itself can do scans. Mm-hmm. VI, uh, and that I should have brought, um, like, I only really need her to be on the ship, on the ship, uh, for, like, more complicated things, where, because the ship can only do one task at a time by itself, and she could do a second, sort of thing. So, yeah, um, uh, Karina, uh, Karina's rig would probably be around the ship now. Um, not inherently sure what she might be doing, but something probably okay so um i will i'll take over from there uh so halfway through the first day stepping onto the bridge at some point uh you will all see a uh robotic humanoid walking around uh she looks like an android with cybernetic parts um so she has four arms all of which look like cybernetic uh, arms, two legs. Uh, she has her her like torso and head look like that of an android. Uh, her circ her uh, subcutaneous circuitry and her eyes both change color. Her hair is kind of longish, slightly wavy and black. 
uh, and occasionally pulses with color because it's fiber optic. Uh, and she has like a, a slightly darker mid-range skin tone. Um, yeah, that's what she looks like. Okay. Yeah. So uh, whatever you guys are doing throughout the day, you will eventually see her, and uh, she'll go up to you, Tally. Mm-hmm. My another big one. Greetings. My name is Karina. Hello, Karina. I'm I'm Tally. It is uh, nice to meet you. A big one? You've you, there have been other large people and soldiers on board before? Uh, not necessarily this ship, but Occam's friend Rhapsody. And she, her, her eyes kind of like go to the side. She was a, is, she is a paladin of Iomedi, and we traveled with her for some time. She's indisposed. But it's nice that Akam is making new friends. Good. Uh, I hope nothing bad happened to her. I don't really know. We haven't heard anything in months. She's on Triaxis last we knew, but I, I don't know. Anyway, uh, I am apprised of the job Akim took. And you are all a crew now, so I guess we'll be seeing a little more of each other. Yeah, I would say so. I'm more skilled with computers and technical stuff, so if there's anything I can help you with, Tally, I'd be happy to. I'm quite sure that there will be plenty you can help me with, uh, considering I'm not good with computers or... I, I can put swords through computers, but that, you know, that doesn't really, it's not really uh, helpful most of the time. Oh, you'd be surprised. Uh, very well. I'm going to walk around a bit more and introduce myself to the other um, person. Yeah, go, go say hi to them and... And then she'll she'll uh, excuse herself. She'll, she'll give like a slight nod and walk away. Uh, she doesn't have like servo sounds when she moves, right? No, I gave her elastic joints, so she she moves pretty naturally. God, it must be nice. Um, <laughs> yep. So Lemon, this uh, four-armed android robot, will uh, approach you. And extend a hand out. Uh, I rolled well, a ten. Try to on give her. Oh, sorry. Uh, what was that? I rolled a 10 on her disguise, so it's a DC 25 uh, check to uh, notice that she's... Um, oh, wait, no. DC 23, sorry. Uh, DC oh. 23 to determine that she's a robot. I don't even try. <laughs> okay. So, now yeah. That she's, like, not an android. I will inquisitively look at her and say, oh, hello, I didn't realize there was another individual upon this ship. Uh, yes, Akim was never great with social niceties. I am Karina. I'm a friend of Akim's in Barashas. Oh, well, I find it a little odd they didn't mention you, but it is wonderful to meet you. Likewise, I don't think Brasha has seen me in my current state. It's been a little bit, but 
Akim could have done a better job of introducing me to everyone. Um, I'm here to help in any way I can. I'm technologically oriented, so if there's anything computery you need help with, I'm more than happy to help. I see that you worship Saren Ray. Yes, actually, I do. Um, the Sun Mother is helps bring light to the world, and her warmth eases everyone's worries and pains. I try to bring that to everyone. I try to place those that have strayed from a path of righteousness and redemption to a better path, a better way, one that'll allow their soul to pass on to a good place and not such a bad place. There is a lot of dark out there, and it's good to meet someone who is a champion for light. Thank you very much. Where do you hail from? Oh, little bit here, little bit there. I, or I was based off of uh, someone close to my creator. Really? Creator? Yes. Uh, you could call it a parent. You could call it a builder. But uh, I was crafted in the image of someone close to him. Ah, understanding. Well, I'm glad that you uh, know this because realizing that you emulate someone, one of the motion, uh, someone that had emotion attached to this person, gives you special meaning and special. Uh, significance within this universe. I like to think so. Thank you, Lemon. I, I do. I do not want to keep you any further. I, I, you said you had to speak to uh, Brasha, I believe. Yes, I should see the captain of this ship. Give me a sense motive, Lemon. Uh, I did. I rolled a uh, twenty-one. Okay. Uh, so you... that's not quite the twenty-three that he was saying. Uh, no, there, there's a little bit of, uh, not animosity, but, uh, when she mentions or refers to Brasha, there's a slight, um, there's something there. Call it, call it, I guess, I guess, uh, with the 21, that's, uh, you, you get the feeling that she doesn't, uh, isn't as warm towards Brasha as she okay. has been to you. Okay. I gotcha. Uh, she'll give you a nod as well and uh, depart. I'll take like one look after her. You know, huh, interesting. And then let it be. Okay. And uh, so she'll make her way over to the uh, tech lab. Is that where Brosh is hanging out right now? Almost always. Okay. She'll go in. Uh, she'll she'll go up to their palm, open the door, walk, take a step inside. Hello, Brasha, and the door will shut behind her, and that's where we're going to close it. <laughs> On board combat. I mean, what? Combat or 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 no? Oh, 